The Bar Group, raising the bar in real estate. Your Lake Highlands, Lakewood, Preston Hollow Pros. You can find them at thebargroup.com. Unparalleled customer service for your real estate needs. The Bar Group. Coming through. Yeah, it's important to have lines that are permanent. You know, not just like I got to tape lines down tonight. Did you know that? You got to tape them down. I do. Look, that's you, bro. Look at that camera right there. All right. <laughs> well, look, my next guest here is uh, uh, a, uh, an amazing uh, pickleball player here in Dallas. Grew up in, in Enid, Oklahoma. Which I was told by Walt Williams, our boy Walt Williams, that it spells dine backwards. Is that true? I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Anyway, we got J.D. Nixon here on the show. He's a local local boy from a transplant from Oklahoma, but he's one of the top players we got here uh, that work out with all the big wigs of pickleball. So, J.D., welcome, man. Yeah, thanks you? for having me. This is cool. My first podcast. Oh, is it? Yeah. I'm really going to screw it up for you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I'll be good at that myself. No, no, no. So um, JD plays with a lot of the top players, and you can name drop wherever you want, whenever as we get along the show. But I'm glad you're here. Was it easy to find? I think so, considering I'm from a town of about twenty thousand people. It's uh, tough getting around the Dallas area, but I'm getting used to it. I don't think I'll ever like it, but I made it. <laughs> Google well, Maps helps a lot with that. Google Maps, yes. Well, listen, let's, just, let's get started. All right, let's So go. we'll talk about pickleball. Tell us basically how and why and what's going on with pickleball with you right now. So I have a tennis background. I grew up playing tennis. I started late for most tennis players that get real competitive. I started at age 12, and by age 14, I moved to Enid, Oklahoma. That's where I met Walt and his family, and – I stayed involved with tennis and I really loved it because it was a solo sport. So I yeah. took the credit for winning or losing and I didn't have to worry about teammates. I just really liked tennis too. There was just something about it. As I got older, I went to college and tennis just kind of faded away and I met racquetball. Nice. Got involved with racquetball uh, in a town of Elk City, Oklahoma. I played racquetball with Chris Coy. Uh, Chris Coy was a professional racquetball player in this tiny little town and I had just enough tennis background that I could at least help him train. And, and that really uh, advanced my pickleball game, just getting to hit with him all the time. He was an amazing player. And in fact, he uh, was an amputee. He had his uh, right leg amputated below the knee when he was a kid. And he managed to break top 40 in the world in racquetball wow. coming from this little town. He was a huge inspiration for me. But Unfortunately, racquetball is just a dying sport. It's uh, hard to generate fans around the courts to watch it. Uh, they don't have a lot of funding. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching right now, I'm age 45, so a lot of the people that are playing racquetball are my age or older. So there's no really newcomers coming into the sport because there's just no courts available to the youth. So that's been a huge crutch for pickleball or for, I'm sorry, for racquetball. Yeah. Well, COVID hits and a group of the racquetball players have decided that since the LA fitness was closing all their uh, access to the courts, that they're going to try this pickleball. So they drug me out there and I just, 
I think I really liked it. You know, it had reminded me of the tennis and mm-hmm. ping pong and just a mixture of all the paddle sports. So, so and you, here I am. So you had a, you had access to, this is a cool story because I didn't realize that, that you, I thought you just played tennis growing up and did some in college and, and all that. And then just fell into pickleball, but you were doing racquetball. And then you, you said LA fitness has got bought and well, they didn't get bought. They just really shut down when COVID yes, hit I'm and this, and this gave us something to go yes, to. Sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are unfortunately closing some of their courts and locations, sure. which is just uh, an example mm-hmm. of how racquetball is just kind of dying. I mean, I would love to see it make a comeback, but in reality, I see pickleball being more popular, uh, gaining way more people because if Texas can get on board and start adding some more courts, they're going to see a lot of youth getting involved in playing. And uh, that gives them something to do outside and turns them away from a life inside the walls, you know? (laughs) So, you know, like, so, so you're saying basically if you're junior or you're big junior, like the adults, what do you think is the key to pickleball being so successful? What do you think in your mind is? Well, the fact that it's trending right now has piqued a lot of people's curiosity. So kids are starting to get involved. They're seeing their parents raving about this sport. So they're <laughs> wanting to go prove they can beat them or, or that, hey, look what we can That's do right. this too. So and just seeing the exposure, I think, you know, when something's trending, kids want to jump on the wagon and, and pickleball's fun too. It's not just trending. It really is fun uh just hit the ball over the net, just mm-hmm. being able to consistently make, make a shot, I guess. It's right? such a mental game, too, as you know, with the slow game and knowing when to speed up and when not. And, you know, in racquetball, when you're frustrated, you can kind of just power through your frustration. Where pickleball, you have to train your mind to yeah, just reset slow down. Point. Yeah, reset it. Reset. And, that's, yeah. that's a new trend right now with pickleball, right, at yeah. all levels, even your level and the yes. highest ones, right? And And resetting multiple times in a point, not just one reset. Like, it's... Fire, reset, fire, reset, and I love this guy. <laughs> See? I love you too, man. I'm just saying, people don't believe that when I tell them that. Yeah. They're like, I'm not slowing the point down. I'm not slowing the point down. I'm like, all right, let's play a couple points. And all I'm doing is boom, boom. But like when you're a kid and you play, I used to play a guy named AJ Guevara, Mr. Guevara, I'm sorry. He plays massive profile. I could not get a ball past. I could not get a ball past him. He had to be like, no disrespect, sir, probably like 70 when I was playing him back in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. And I could not get it back. But then I learned, guess what? To put angle balls off the court, right? Exactly. And that's what you have to do, not just angle. But like you said, reset, slow it up. Because, you know, when you say you come across somebody that likes to bang balls, warm-ups, what, what do you like? Does that intimidate you or are you like... <laughs> No, I mean, in fact, I have to give credit to a a woman named Holly Spence, who I started playing with at Unity in there in uh, Highland Village. And Mm -hmm. we were kind of banging the ball. We were taking our racquetball mentality and my tennis mentality into the sport. And she was the first person I played with that showed me like, hey, keep it slow in the kitchen and you can't speed the ball up. And I played her one time and I was like, man, she's playing this soft game. It's frustrating. But I learned the beauty in it from her watching her dink the ball. And then, and then I started mimicking her and, uh, also a lot of credit to her is she really paved the way for me meeting a lot of people outside of this one location that we played. What with. location so, was that up there in Highland village? Yes. We played at unity, uh, there in Highland village It's uh, tennis courts. They're marked. They're not permanent courts. So we have to set up the net every time we play, but it's just a small community of beginners 
and they're starting to get more advanced. So I'm starting to see them improve and they're starting to pick up the Dean game. It took a while, but there's a group out there and Holly works with a lot of these uh, people and, and she's good at scouting talent. And, you know, I, I give props to her for really helping me evolve my game and meet new players out there. So, and so, what 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 JD Nix is talking about? Holly Spence, I believe, is up in Highland Village. Is that right? Yes. And she teaches pickball up there. She she kind of gives lessons. I don't know how. Sure. No, I'm yeah, just saying that. Yeah. She she and she. We all know she, each other. Out of her own heart and goodness of of her soul, she just teaches people and she takes them under her wings and she showed a lot of players and I and I always give credit to the roots of my game to her for showing me that you know somebody would have eventually showed me but she was the first one that showed me and. That's when I learned. Wow, I just I just walked away one day and was like, man, that that little soft game was very effective. So, and that isn't, yeah. isn't it fascinating how with any sport on the court, on the field, or primarily in the in the classroom because we're student athletes first, obviously students first. It's amazing how people like that you can come across and you just you you walk away going. I kind of feel like a human being right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I constantly like, I really like what I'm doing. <laughs> I constantly get humbled as I meet better players and just learn there's whole different levels to this yeah. game, you know, and I got a lot more levels to go to get to where I would like to be. But that's the hunger. You know, yeah. I, have, I have that appetite to like try and have goals. So, you know, getting as good as I can, like I said, I'm 45, so I can yeah, only I get so good, but my mind can continue to improve. And I'd like to think at my age, I'm athletic. So I, I do have room to improve, but well, these, these youngsters can move. Well, here's they, the they deal, just, man. Here's the deal. Like, you know, we got to work smarter, not harder. Yes, you know what exactly. I mean? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Speaking of working, so we don't understand the when, we understand the why and the how. Now let's understand what's next. Do you, certifications, do you like certifications? And like I tell everybody, this should go without saying, it's totally objective. It's neither right nor wrong. I just like everybody to tell us their opinion on it. Yeah. Uh, I've had people approach me and, and ask for lessons and tips and, and, you know, people willing to pay me to just go out and work with them. And I think, you know, the certification offers the insurance and it's a good on your resume, but in the end, I mean, you can either coach or you can't, you know, some people have that ability. It's not really based on your skill level playing the game. It's how well you can work the IQ of the game into somebody else's mind and, and convince them what they need to work on and be effective with it. And that's when coaching is much like teaching, which I do have a degree in, in education. I always wanted to work with people and teach them. And uh, I'm an introvert, but I think I have found. That's all right. man. Yeah. A little, <laughs> little area where I, I, I do feel good, you know, coaching people and, and teaching them. And I feel like there's a fair amount of people that I've, I've taught, and uh, if I did get involved with teaching, I think it's something that, you know, possibly I would like to do full-time. If, sure. if pickleball continues the momentum that it's doing, you know, I, I do look at some of the other locations I've seen that have pros and stuff, and they're not super advanced players right now. Oh. Pickleball's still in its infancy, so not to knock anyone that's not a high-caliber oh, yeah, player, not, you know, no, but uh, I do feel like there's room for me to possibly, you know, go into uh, coaching pickleball full-time, and if it comes in integrated into the schools, you know, they're going to be looking for high school coaches and we'll just see, we'll just see what happens in the next few years. I can help you out with that probably next year. Okay. But, we'll talk. but, uh, but it's certifications go JD. It's, 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 everybody has their, there's no right or wrong way. The curriculum's similar, but it has different views and they all help. And 
I, 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 I got to tell you, some places I went to required, some didn't. But what I understand about having I am certified is, and I can't play as much, but is that it keeps me current with what's going on. And, and, and you know, there's some other great stuff like The Dink. Have you ever read that? That's a great newsletter that's unbelievable. I've been reading it. Comes out weekly. Or yeah, yeah, okay. it's really good. Yeah. And so stuff like that. You can find your information, whatever, but numbers are 85%. Oops, didn't bite me in the booty. 85% of, of a pro or a teacher or a coach is just their attitude. Mm-hmm. The rest yes. of it's education. And again, I'm not saying don't be say educated. I am. I'm not on all my stuff to update with all my stuff either. But pickleball, I am. So that's great. Well, you know, what type of paddle you use? What's your what's your what's your uh, flavor? Does it matter? What's what's your take on a you certain know, type of paddle? Or I, I bought a paddle when I first started just to get going. I I uh, it was Onyx. I bought that paddle. I played with it for maybe a year, and then right when I started to think I want to play this competitively, Charles May handed me his. And I apologize if I'm not pronouncing it right because I've been playing with the paddle for a year, but I believe it's diadem. Mm-hmm. Or is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, diadem. Okay. Yeah. So. He handed me a paddle. I tried it and I really liked it. And I thought I, I need to switch, you know, and that was only the second paddle I've ever tried. I had this mindset that just get a paddle, stay with it, quit switching paddles. Cause when I was a youth into tennis, I always wanted the cool yeah, looking tennis cool racket. One. Yeah. So more I was one racket. Yeah. I think I messed my <laughs> game up so much in tennis, just trying to get the cool tennis racket that it affected my game. But now I'm like, get used to this one. But anyway, I did try the, the diadem and, uh, I really liked it, so that's what I play with. I believe it's the Warrior or the Warrior, Warrior Edge. Oh, the yeah, Warrior Edge! Yeah, wow, those are the thicker ones, huh? Uh, no, okay, it's not the thick one. It's the Vice, the, and it's the so there's a Warrior and a Warrior Edge. Edge, the Warrior yeah. Edge, yes. Whatever's the thinner of that's the, the two, Warrior that's the Edge, one I yes. play with. Yes, and I really like it. I bought three of them. They said they had about a year lifespan, so I thought if I rotate them, maybe I can get three years out of this. <laughs> you know, like number one pound, number two yeah. pound, number three pound. One's like already cracked, so we'll see how long they go. <laughs> Well, that's cool. Diadem's a nice, uh, a nice product. We've had some uh, guys on here on the pros and the show. That did yeah, that. they're big. They're big in this area right here. I guess you know. It's all because uh, of Corbin Gapsky, baby. That guy's oh, is he getting it out flowing. there? Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I enjoy the paddle. I really do like it. It's nice for resetting. Where the Onyx I had was more like a board. You know, mm-hmm. I couldn't really hit a soft shot. So. Didn't compliment your swing. Yes, that's that's why I switched. And it has a little bit of grip on it for the top spin. A little bit of tack. So. Isn't it funny how you growing up playing juniors, especially in Oklahoma, with that, that Missouri Valley? Or yeah, Missouri Valley. Yeah, yeah we I grew up in the Texas, you know, and so it's funny how Missouri Valley includes Kansas and Missouri, right, and also Oklahoma. Kansas, Missouri, USC uh, people, Texas. I mean, I'm sorry, it's Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, Iowa, and Nebraska. Yeah, that's a huge. Yeah, but um, it's amazing how you can start feeling the difference in the paddle, like the rackets. You're like it was the strings, or it was the frame, and you can really truly feel that way with all this stuff. And that's yeah. the beauty of it, right? Yeah, and we each have different games and different ground strokes, and and uh, you know different grips that we hold. So you know different paddles work for different people. So I don't like to push a paddle on anyone. They all have their different games. It's if it works for you, if it works, you, know, you use have, it. Sorry, yeah, if it does work for you, it works. That's that's the best way to put it. Do you have? a preference on singles, doubles or mixed doubles, or do you find them all different entities? What are your thoughts on, on, on either one, on each one of those? If you'd like to let us know, there's no right or wrong answers. Yeah. What you think, man? It's Tennis and racquetball with singles all the way, but now I've noticed more of a social aspect to pickleball. That's fun. Obviously not as many youth are, are they're coming, but they're not there yet. So a lot of people prefer not to play singles. We're just a little older and the concrete's tough on our knees, but 
I really do like singles. I just unfortunately have a limited amount of people that I can contact for singles. So we end up playing doubles. As far as mixed, it doesn't matter to me. As long as we're out there playing and I'm playing with the best players, that's really what's most important to me is playing with the best players. So, what about doubles with some of the guys or whoever you just pop on the court with? Yeah, Same yeah, thing? I love doubles. So I do have a, a partner that we play with in tournaments. He's the one that first drug me into a tournament where when, I didn't think I would name dropped his band? Yeah, his, his name's Made Jaya, a.k.a. Uh-huh. Marty. <laughs> and he talked me into going to a small tournament in Keller, I believe was our first one. And I really went with the mindset, like, let's just see how well we can play. Didn't expect on winning it. Well, we ended up winning it. Wow. And he's a good so, player, huh? yeah, he, he's good. He uh, has a badminton background. So you see a lot of badminton in his game. And that's the neat thing, too, is seeing all these sports that people bring into pickleball. Especially you doing racquetball. I've never had anybody that, that well, I had one guy under Daniel De La Rosa. He was on earlier on. He's, Racquetball player. But. Yes, he's number one in the world right now. He's he's an amazing player. I, I've enjoyed watching him. And not only is he an amazing player, he's he's a great guy off the court is too. He? But uh Yeah, but I was saying like he's his you're the second person that that has come from racquetball, which is you know, I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. This other guy's coming from badminton. We'll get him. We'll talk to him one day. Huh? Well, there's a lot of people coming from racquetball now because they really don't have an option. They're gonna hit a dead end, especially if LA Fitness ends up closing. That's you know, come on, we want to have you guys. We want all the converts we can get. It's uh, There's room for you. And and the more of you we get, the more of these cities and local areas will uh, consider putting in permanent courts so that. You hear that? JD's calling you out, players. Let's go. Let's make it happen. Yeah, come on. And uh, let's get these cities to sign these, pass these, you know, bills. To, bonds to, and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, to get so, these courts made. What's your, what, so far, this far, what is your, where's your favorite place to play? Uh, what's your favorite memory? Uh, I probably favorite place to play memory wise or, or favorite shot you ever did or taught, whatever. I would say my favorite place to play is the group of people that we have in Louisville. Uh, we kind of, tr- I think, I don't know what we call ourselves. We tried to come up with the name for the group, but we play at Louisville, uh, on Saturday mornings and we play, uh, at the high school. And it's just such an eclectic group of people from all different walks of life. We have groups as big as 24 sometimes. So uh, usually it's between 8 and 12 advanced players. But if we get a two or three people that are a lower level, we'll make sure we get another 8 for them so that they can have something going on too. But all walks of life. Uh, in fact, my partner, Made said he never interacted that much with Caucasian people <laughs> until he <laughs> ventured into pickleball. So now he's getting to meet people and I'm getting to it's meet great. people from. It's a camaraderie yeah, type thing. It's, yeah. It's every religion, yeah. everything. We just yeah. come together and we play pickleball it's, and we have fun. And now we're going and eating and we're learning about each other and, and it's fun. And that's community. Yeah. I, I would say I, I'm more comfortable being myself with those guys than with any other group. And, and unfortunately for them, they get that big brother, uh, frustration. They get to see the side of me that he right. creeps them out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, kidding. probably so. <laughs> no, probably so. I become more up. comfortable with them. So if I'm <laughs> mad or really frustrated, uh, we don't like to lose to each other. So you you can see it when we play, and then and then we have to take. I can our, already see it by, yeah. by your body language. You're like this. Yeah, I'm already thinking about some. I'm already thinking about some matches. Oh, but well, yeah, uh, man. I think my. You know, I'm I'm just starting this, so I I would say our most memorable was when we played in the Dink Star tournament. Uh, we played good and mighty. Yeah, uh, we played the five zero. It was our first five zero tournament, 
I didn't know what to expect. I really just thought, eh, let's just see how close we can play people. Well, we ended up, there was only five teams and, and we beat two of the teams and the other two teams, you know, we played really close. We played the team that ended up winning it. We took them 11, seven in the third and they, or 11, eight in the yeah. third. And they ended up winning the whole thing. Wow. 11, seven in the third over Brandon French and UV. I think Brandon was, uh, with all due respect, he was injured, so he definitely wasn't playing as well as he could play. So, but when was this ding star? When was that? When does that term? Is it come up this year? Or was it last year? I don't know if it? it's going to be an annual tournament. It was approximately four months ago, I believe. Okay, yeah, four months ago or so. We're still waiting. We were really excited about our duper coming out for that one, but it never did. I don't know what happened. <laughs> we thought, well, where are the duper at? Yes, come on. <laughs> well, you know, this leads to my next question, which is. Um, uh, what is your current focus with pickleball that we talked about, you know, when we first got in the room here together? Just knowing my weaknesses and uh, the people I play with most, you know, that I consider my pickleball family exposing that weakness, which is frustrating, but I'd love for them to pick on that. And I want to improve my weaknesses and I want to just continue to get better. I kind of, you know, I have a duper goal of like being a 5.5 player. Tell us what duper means to all of our listeners, professionals, current professionals, future professionals. So if you played tennis, you, you're familiar with being a 3.5 or a 4.5 up to a 5.0 tennis player. Duper similar. Uh, it's just a rating system a rating that kind of okay. gives you your skill set. Yeah. And if you play in enough tournaments, you'll it'll, it'll eventually, you know, an algorithm will put you Anywhere from two five, meaning you can keep score all the way up to, I think it goes to eight. No one's ever achieved eight. The best player in the world's Ben Johns, and I think he's like a seven point two. So I don't know what it takes to get to eight, but the staple is five point oh. They're saying you you've become a well rounded pickleball player if you can reach five oh, meaning you you pretty much have the IQ, the skill set, and everything else. And then from there, see how far. You can go. So J.D. Nixon, no relation to... Dixon. D. Damn it. We'll edit that. that oh, no, we're leaving it on. No, they're going to leave it <laughs> on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they can make me screw up. I always mess up somebody's name or whatever place. But so that's the personal aspect. But from professional, what are you guys working on? Some project, is that right? Um, the uh, Wounded Warrior? Yeah, like so... That, I believe uh, you talked about. And I hope I don't chop all this up. You won't. I, I spent some time trying to great. get all the details, but... Can't mess up so anybody. my racquetball buddies, I believe uh, Dean and Gary, two of my racquetball friends, started a business called Banger Pickleball, and they sell paddles. And they eventually like to possibly put on tournaments such as this Wounded Warrior Project tournament that they're putting on. But when they were involved with racquetball, they noticed – that a lot of their friends were ex-military mm -hmm. and I believe one of their friends had a brother that was affected by maybe a hurricane or something. And so they went to the wounded warrior, uh, got some aid or relief or, or some kind of funding to him. And, and, uh, you know, guys, I, I apologize if I'm, if I'm inaccurate with the story, but I know from there, they just started hosting a tournament in racquetball, an annual tournament, and all the proceeds, you know, all all the, there's no one's making a profit off this. No, I know. It's, it's, it's yeah. a, a non-community you, you pay your fee. It's awesome. Yeah, and and they Donation. get the money out to uh, people that have served and have been affected yes, emotionally or physically, mm -hmm. and, 
you know, they add relief to those people and I, it's, it's for a great cause. So there's a tournament coming up March 25th. And if you can go to Facebook on bangers, pickleball, or just look up uh, wounded warrior project and Google search and you'll find somehow links to, to the tournament and you can enter the tournament. Also uh, I'll try and get Dean's. We'll get that, but yeah. Okay. We'll get that. We'll yeah, get that no, out no, you're, there, but, but you're this, doing great. yeah, this tournament is, I believe it's a hundred dollar fee to enter, which is high for some tournaments, but this is all donations. No, so you got to look at this yeah, different. It's just all that you're, you're sending a hundred dollars to the great cause and you yeah. get to play some pickleball and have yeah, get it, numbers and get to, Fun stuff with it. That's it's going to be it's donation. going to be a good atmosphere. They have a you know a grab bag. I think it's valued at one hundred and thirty dollars. So you'll get that also. And man, these guys really have a good time. They they always have a good time. There will probably be drinking and and a lot of socializing afterwards, uh, during, before. All right, I mean, I'm I coming. Really don't no, know. I'm kidding. Yeah, I mean, come on out. <laughs> no, that's just wounded warrors. Yeah, and it's it's going to be a pickleball term, right? Yeah, it's a, it's all day Saturday, just a one March day event. It's at Wagon Wheel. Awesome. Yeah, March 25th, I believe. I'm going to check my phone real quick and make sure, but I I believe it's uh, at the end, March we'll, 25th. Okay, yeah, yeah we'll circle we'll back, get man. that. Okay, we'll put a link or some somewhere in there You're with awesome. information. But yes, so he's come out, come out and play this tournament. It's all skill levels. There's a 4.0 or below, and there are 4.0 and above. And I would say 4.0 or below is going to go all the way down to 2.5. There's going to be a lot of just rec players coming out to support the cause. So come on out and play. If you're new to the sport, Screw it. Don't, come, yeah, on come, come on out and have pickle. fun. Do it. And uh, just meet people. You're going to meet people that you can link up with for the future to play with. So That's right. Well, so now we're going to move on to the next segment, which is in the kitchen. So I, I believe I, I, I asked, I like to ask my, my, my people that come on what they're watching or listening to. So start, we'll start with music. So right now, when I was coming here, I was cranking up some uh, Rage Against the Machine. I really was, Rage Against the Machine. And Bulls on Parade, that's All what right. I was doing. And I, I don't know why I was doing that, I guess, because I got to meet this guy, so I can get my, my energy up. So that's why I'm cranking a little Rage. What you got going on? Man, my music is so varied that they even make fun of me at work all the time saying they walk up and it's old country <laughs> or it's, or it's, what did you uh, really listen to today when you came in? When I came here today, I think I had, I think the last song that playing that was playing when I pulled over, believe it or not, was Luke and Bach, Texas by Waylon Jennings. So that's that, that just happened to be about. what was in there, but <laughs> that's all right. You know, it could be hip hop. Uh, I listen to a lot of stuff the mainstream hasn't heard of. So it's just, you know, throwing, Names out there would be completely random, but I really, mood, I, right? I enjoy music. Yes. yes. I'll sit in a rocking chair, put my headphones on oh, yeah. uh, at night. And it's pretty much like a, a routine for me where some people have their beer or whatnot. I have my music and I just sit there and think about stuff I need to do that. I know I'm probably not going to do or things <laughs> that I want to happen. Right? Yeah. It's just a, my little meditation with my music. Yeah. So he likes music. He, he's a, a vast, broad uh, brain up there. He's a super intelligent guy. So uh, what's your favorite movie of all time? I have a lot, but I just got through watching uh, The Untouchables, 1987, with uh, uh, Robert De Niro and uh, Tevin Costner, Sean Connery. I cranked that one up. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's one of your favorite so, movies of all time? So I rarely watch TV. I watch YouTube a lot, a lot of nature videos or sports. Uh, so That's your binge. You like YouTube? Yeah, okay. that, that's going to be bad. Uh, I, you know, I always like Shawshank Redemption or... Yeah. You know, Forrest Gump was a great movie. Yes. I, I think the last time I actually went to a theater was I watched the movie Free Solo with Alex Honnold about uh, climbing. And, oh, wow. And that was... 
off the off the planet, huh? Pretty good. It was a good movie if you like climbing. Uh, yeah, I like so the heights. Some, some people might fall asleep through that, <laughs> no, but no. Uh, before then, I think it's been over two decades since wow. I've been in a movie theater. Yeah, I don't watch a whole lot of movies, uh, but definitely on YouTube. YouTube a lot. is a YouTuber. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk. Let's shift to the next to the next stage of this. What is your um, favorite sports team? You have any man? Favorite, that's p- p- pickleball player. Favorite, I don't know, racquetball player. What is there any sports you like the most that you that you that gets your attention? Well, I've always, I've always liked the personality of uh, George Saint Pierre. He's an MMA fighter. Uh, he just was a class act. Uh, any athlete that's just a class act. It's it's. I, I really you know. I'm even a fan of Mike Tyson and. You know, I grew up in in the era Michael Jordan and watching them guys just just dominate sports. You know, I was a Steve Nash fan for basketball. Uh, I liked Dirk. You know, even though I was from Oklahoma at the time, uh, I thought he was a really class act. And I just I just like sports all around. I, I like a good story, a good underdog. All That's right. usually who I go for. I usually don't just pick the a humble team, underdog. Really. Yeah, yeah. Like. I just like a good a good game with a good story to it. Or yeah, yeah. Well, good. This guy's got heart. Now, what scares me about someone like this, when you get him on the court, it's quiet, but it turns intensity. So, all right. So any pets? You got a favorite pet? You care about pets? I got two dogs. I love them. They're crazy. It's Chief and Gus. You got anything you care about? Yeah, we got a dog. Uh, my wife's patient enough with me that she knows that since I was a kid, I've been fascinated with turtles. So I go around uh, the pond all the time and I've kind of got my daughter Aspen involved into like helping me find little turtles and I show her hatchlings. Uh, Oh, but, but I love animals. That's a huge part of my life as a kid was growing up and why people were playing the Nintendo or whatnot. I was literally going out in the field and I would just sit still and I would just observe nature. And so you know, would you say that what's so say, my next question to that would be what, uh, what's something weird or something about you that people be like, thanks real funny or thanks like it's really weird. Mine is that I hate licorice. It's disgusting. I'm not a fan of it, really. But what are you? What, I'm just saying, it's quirky, man. Yeah, uh, you go hunting for turtles, man. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> that's at that. age 45. You know, I, I literally get on my bike and I ride to the pond and I just walk around There's the edge of the pond. That, yeah, and look for hatchlings. So I don't, I don't think any of my friends or I can't think of anyone that would love to just join me in that. <laughs> it's okay. I, I, I had a player on and a coach. I might say the player's name or where they're from. You probably know them. But this individual said they go to Walmart. At like in the middle of the night, like one or two in the morning. <laughs> There's entertainment. To, I know. Uh, Walmart offers a fair amount of entertainment. If you just speak of entertainment, how would people get in touch with you um, with regards to the, the, the warrior project, the warrior tournament, March 24th at wagon wheel. Uh, how would somebody get in touch with you or maybe you can give a touch point before we wrap up here? Yeah. Uh, so banger, banger, pickleball, I spell on that. Facebook, uh, B-A-N-G-E-R, and then Pickleball. It's a Facebook page, and I know that they have a link to the entry form Banger for the tournament. So, okay, yeah. And please uh, like or subscribe to their page. And What if somebody wants to reach out to you and say, hey, I live up I live up where you're at, and, and I, I don't want to drive all the way down to Dallas. I want to take a lesson from you, but how can I do it where you're at? How would somebody contact you? Email? Do you think of an email? I mean, yeah, you can contact me through my email. It's you got the good temperament to be a pro. Yeah, it's 
It, well, maybe I lack other things, but I'd like to think I have part of it, but I'm missing part You're doing of it too, great. like we all are, right? We're missing just something. That's why it's only a few that get to that level. But uh, my email is Joseph Daniel, J-O-S-E-P-H, Daniel, D-A-N-I-E-L, 77 at ymail.com. If you want to be included in our group of play, you know, uh, feel free to reach out. Yeah, or I can... I can uh, redirect you to a group that's closer to your skill level. You know, we can can go over all that, but bangers pickleball, the Facebook page I mentioned also is a good place for that. I'm going to follow that. Everybody mark that. I'm going to follow that banger pickleball. All right. And people can, can reach me. If you want to be a part of the show or you want to help sponsor to get what you feel is awesome on this show, contact me at Curtis C U R T I S at R E E S E R A C K E T S. P-O-R-T-S dot com, racketsports.com. And listen, pop this thing on. I know he's going to pop this on tonight when he uh, gets his headphones on and he gets his jam going. He'll put on some vocal stuff. But download the vocal app, right? It's got all the shows, all the personalities, and we're adding. And so I know this man can find something there he'd like. But remember, if you ever see a guy in Louisville, this guy right here, grab him and say, come on, let's pickle. Hey, man, you going to come back on? We're going to have you back on one day, right? I got to come back on and redeem myself. This is my <laughs> first podcast ever. I got to have my shit together and come there back and go. have it completely fine, professional. Man. But this is pretty chaotic. I feel like in my mind it's real chaotic. Uh-oh. Maybe when I listen to it, it's not bad. But, yeah, I need to re- redeem myself yeah, in the future. This guy's overthinking it, man. Let's cut it down. Thanks, man. We'll talk soon, brother. See you. Thank you. Thank you. Coming through.